Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise and honor, Lord. You've given us a beautiful day. My Father, as we sit at your feet, we want to receive that which you have meant for us on this 26th day of August. Father, we appreciate the many days that we have covered in this year, but we know this is a unique day that you have given to us. Each passing day is unique in your eyes. Help us to recognize that which you want us to achieve in each given day. I pray for every soul that is under this roof now. Everlasting Father, let your mercy and grace be upon them. Father, touch each one of us in your own special way. I don't know what each soul desires from you this afternoon, but Father, I know there are people crying out in their heart towards you. There are people lifting up their voices that you may hear them. Father, they may be in a crowd, but you are well able to hear their unique cry. The same way you heard Bartimaeus, Lord, this day, we pray that you hear the cry of your children. Father, minister to us in your own special way. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a beautiful day that we are together again. And we thank God for having given us this opportunity just to share on what he has planned for us to share today. Yeah. I had a blessed holiday, and I'm back. I thank God for that opportunity. And I know most of you also have been blessed, those who traveled, those who stayed around, you've been blessed in a unique way. That's the nature of God. He ministers to us in his own time, in his own unique way, and we should appreciate that. Uh, this morning, I would like us to turn our Bibles to Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. I'll start from verse 1. Then I'll go up to verse 4. I know every time we say, turn to the book of Genesis, people say, what's this now? But all scripture is inspired, it's meant to edify us. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, I mean, it doesn't, the Bible doesn't limit the times you have to hear that word. So if it means God is going to speak to you from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, for the whole year, just listen. Just pay attention. Praise the Lord. Just pay attention and listen. Be expectant. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she began, she, she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was and Abel was a keeper of sheep. 
but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Verse 4. And Abel, he also brought off. I want us to underline some things there. He also brought off the fastlings, fastlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof, and of the fat thereof. So two things I want us to underline there. Fastlings of his flock, and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect, underline that also, the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Praise the Lord. I want us this afternoon to share on the message of the favor of God. The favor of God. Can we say the favor of God? The favor of God. I am not going to spend so much time trying to define what favor is because I've also, like I'm going to do this morning, been confused. So if you end up being confused, my lesson is I've achieved the objective of my lesson. Praise the Lord. When you ask people, what is favor? They say it's the unmerited grace from God. Then the next day you come, what is grace? It is the unmerited favor from God. So it is favor to grace and grace to favor. I don't want to waste time trying to define. But I want us to begin to go in the word of God and see the experience of the favor of God. How you experience it, how people experience it, will help you define what the favor is in your life. Praise the Lord. How you experience it and how each one of us experiences will help you understand what the favor of God is. If somebody came and said, Kenneth, I love you. And another person came and said, Kenneth, I love you. That love is not the same. Do you agree with me? Each one of them loves me in a different way. And their reason for loving me is different from the, other reason, the reason of the other person. So that is why I'm saying, even if it is unmerited favor or grace from God, it's not the same for all of us. It is the way we relate to God that we are going to experience that favor. And it will minister to us in a unique way, in unique circumstances, depending on how we relate with our God. And that is why it is important for you to desire to experience this favor rather than to know what it is. When I go to the hospital, I've taken time, of course. The days, let me go back, the days we used to have a fever in Africa. One thing we knew, malaria. So sometimes we used to make a blunder. We used to pretend to be small doctors. You go to the dispensary, 
What is your problem? I have malaria. How do you know? It's malaria. Then it occurs to you that you, actually you are just labeling something that you imagine is malaria, but the people who know probably want to find out more. So they ask you, so how are you feeling? I told this person, I'm having malaria. And he's asking me how I, I'm feeling. When it started, what has been happening, it's like he's wasting my time. But they knew better. Praise the Lord. So when we are talking about this aspect of favor, I think I've tried my best to make you understand what, where I'm coming from. So I want us to look at this person here, these two people. It is possible. These two sons, in their private time, they would start looking back and probably they had known the history of their parents a bit. And they would look back and say, why did our mother listen to that serpent? Why did our father do this? Probably we wouldn't be suffering on land like this. I wouldn't be running after sheep, this man. Why? 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 Why did they run away from the grace and the favor that God had given to them just to be there and be blessed in the land? And it's possible for us to complain like this man. I'm just trying to suppose. But God has got an opportunity for each one of us to experience his grace. You don't have to look back onto other people and wonder why are they abusing the favor of God in their lives? You also have an opportunity to prove to God that you appreciate the favor of God over your life. So I want us to look at this young, these two young men. Each one of them, as they grew up, probably they complained, we would be enjoying the fruits that were in the land. We would be having good time with God. But came to a time God said, you know what? Young men, I'm giving you also an opportunity so that you can also have a chance to choose whether you want to enjoy my favor into your life or you want to reject it. So it was a simple experience, he said. He, 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 he kind of impressed upon them to give an offering. I have talked about this before and I will mention it again. If you look at this scripture clearly, it tells you the manner in which these people came with their offering before God. If you look at Cain, the Bible says, it has already defined who they were. One was a keeper of sheep, the other one was a tiller of land. He was best in plant agriculture. The other one, animal agriculture, whatever it is. Praise the Lord. But that is their calling. That was their calling. And then it came to this time, in verse 3, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought off. Now listen to the approach that Cain is taking. He takes off of whatever, of the fruit of the ground, an offering unto the Lord. Verse 4, Abel, he also brought off one, fastlings, and two, the fat thereof. I want to tell you that when 
you want to experience this favor of God. It's not just the unmerited favor as we say. There is something that you must also do to attract that favor of God in your life. Praise the Lord. Yes, it is unmerited because we cannot, there's no other source that can release that favor. But you as an individual, you must place yourself in a position where you attract this favor into your life. Cain was careless in the manner in which he wanted to relate to God. He meant well. He wanted to give an offering to God. But the manner in which he conducted himself, God, it did not impress God. The honor of this favor. He just took part of what he was doing. Part of the fruit. And came and gave offering. But Abel paid attention. He looked at himself and said, the Lord has been good to me. From January to this hour, he has blessed me. He has kept me alive. Many have passed away. This God has not, cost, has not allowed the enemy to eat into my pocket, taking me to the hospital. No. He has protected me, has provided help. What can I do for him? I'm trying to put myself in the mind of Abel. And he says, I am going to take the first fruit that God has given me from every animal, probably. The first leg. So it means there's a deliberate decision. He's going around the sheep and identifying the one that came out first. Praise the Lord. He's identifying the one that came out first. Secondly, he's looking for the one among those ones which is well endowed. Praise the Lord. One that is blessed. He wants to bless God with one that is blessed. The fatlings thereof. I want to tell you this afternoon. Don't see people enjoy the favor of God and imagine that it was just by accident. Let us not just sit in the church and say, no, this is the favor of God. He, when he chooses, he will do it. There is also something that you need to in initiate that process of that favor coming in your direction. Praise the Lord. You need to initiate something in your life that will draw the attention of God into your direction. By deciding to choose the first and the fatlings of them, Abel was telling God, I really, really appreciate your favor in my life. And I want to draw more of it into my life. I don't want just to experience what everybody else is experiencing. I want something unique meant for me in my life. And that is where we need to be now. We need to begin to engage God at that level. Where, yes, God has blessed all of us with jobs in Oman. But there's something that God can do for you, unique to you, that will make you stand out. Praise the Lord. And that is what we need to ask ourselves, what is it that I need to do? When I'm talking about a favor of God upon your life, I'm not just talking about material things. Praise the Lord. We can have all born-again Christians here, but you'll find one that is moving like this very fast. The rest of us, we are just mactiming there. 
We are born again. We are children of God. But we are not experiencing the same joy, the same favor, the same victory uniformly. No. Is that not true? Has it never occurred to you sometimes you've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been doing all these things, and another person just comes, Father, I thank you. Bless me. I want to get this job tomorrow. And then he comes to the testimony the next week. He says, you know, when we prayed last time, I got this job. But you have been praying for one month, two months. Seems nothing is happening. Is it true? Ah. Bread of life. All of us just experience God the same way. We know there are people Sometimes somebody's up, you are up, we are up. But there are others also who are just rising, 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 rising. And you look at this person, you ah, God. With which eye do you look at this person? Don't you also see me? Just move close to that person and know what he does with his God that makes him attract the favor of God in a greater way. Praise the Lord. God wants to pour these things to all of us. Even in your own family. Fathers and mothers, you know this very well. There's this one child. Somehow you don't get to understand this child very well. But somehow you find the child drawing something from you. Oh, daddy. He comes at the right time. When you are in the right mood. And he knows how to pick out something from you. The others don't know the right time. They come and wait. Wait until the end of the month. But this one, until you go in the bedroom, you wonder, what does this child do to me that I... You feel guilty because the others are asking and there's nothing coming out of you. Because probably as this, he or she has discovered, studied the father, when father walks in like this, I can get a chocolate. When the father comes in with his neck bent down, she keeps off or he keeps off. Get to know your God. Praise the Lord. Relate to him closely and you'll get to know what he can do to you. Now, God's favor is not limited to specific people. It is there for all of us. And God is willing, like a father, to do that to all of us. To bless us in various ways. Spiritually, materially, in every aspect of our lives. However, let's discover through relationship with him how he can minister to us in diverse ways. Genesis 39, too. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. And so Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all he had he put under his authority. The favor of God makes you stand out, even in the family. It lifts you up. 
Joseph was like any of the children of Jacob. But somehow, there was something in the heart of Jacob that was drawing towards Joseph. But Joseph did not just stop with his father alone. I think in his life, his conduct, he impressed God. Praise the Lord. And God's favor was drawn towards him. Throughout his life, we see this man experiencing unique lifting in his life. Now, I know some of us are working for people or organizations, and sometimes it becomes challenging. But I want to see, I want us to see what God is doing in the life of Joseph here. Joseph is in the house of Potiphar. But Potiphar was very cunning. Potiphar provided the platform for Joseph to operate. And Joseph engaged God in his relationship. Now, these two partnerships worked very well. Joseph was blessed. The favor of God was working through him. And many things were working right in the house of Potiphar. Praise the Lord. Anything he touched was blessed. Potiphar was a very, very sensitive CEO of his house. He wanted more of holiday and more of productivity from his workers. Joseph met that bill. He knew how to engage God and God was ministering through him in this family. Some of us, when such things begin to happen, eh, this company depends on me. This man is just roaming around Turkey, Istanbul, Thailand, Bangkok. Then he comes, how are the books? I'm doing all this work. That is the position God wants you to experience his favor. Praise the Lord. If you go to the CEO's position, if you insist you might find the favor of God not coming your way. Praise the Lord. And the devil is very crafty. Came through the wife of Potiphar, wanted to make Joseph to become the CEO of the family. Joseph realized the lie of the devil. Said, no, God's favor meets me in this position. And my role is to do what God wants me to do. That's where I am being blessed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So there were discouraging moments in the life of Joseph, but it did not end there because God had seen this man has been faithful with a little and make him faithful with greater things. Praise the Lord. I'll entrust much to him. Forget about the prison. The prison was just a preparatory school. Praise the Lord. God's favor comes to you in different ways. Don't fix your mind and say, it must come in this manner. So God pushes Joseph through the prison and he's putting him in contact with the people who will prepare his way to the right place. Praise the Lord. And throughout we know the story. We have read it. 
it did not take long in the prison. This man found himself taking charge. Again, remember, Joseph was not the CEO of Egypt. Praise the Lord. God also put him in a position, but he gave him a, an anointing that he would influence the policies of the land. And Joseph recognized that position. He said, this is the favor of God. He did not fight to be the Pharaoh. He humbled himself. That is why the favor of God continued reigning in his life. Humility, humility. Know how to live humble life. And you will draw the favor of God in your life. Praise the Lord. The man was humble. He served under the Pharaoh. Although he saw the access, the, the, the kind of power and authority that Pharaoh had given him, he did not usurp that power. He worked under him. So if God is blessing your organization because of your work, don't fight with people. God knows what he's doing among those people. Serve as though God is, what, is, 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 is sitting in front of you. He does that, of course. Let me put it very firmly. Did you know that God is seeing what you are doing in your office? I know some of you like putting something, the silent listener. He's not just silent, he's active. Praise the Lord. He's present there in what you are doing. If you do your service and know I'm doing this because my father is watching me and I have to do it to please him, things will begin to change. Praise the Lord. You will begin to draw more of God's favor because he knows you're not serving that man. You're serving him. And he cannot put his name to shame. He will want to lift you up higher and higher. So the favor of God has got the aspect of lifting us from one level to another. And the more we engage this favor, we find God lifting us in various ways. Be it in our spiritual life, be it in our secular life. God will use us as vessels because we are drawing his favor towards him through humility. Praise the Lord. Through humility. Exodus 3, 21. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you, and they will give you gifts. When you go, so you will not live empty-handed. Every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from the Egyptian neighbors. And from the foreign women in their houses, you will dress your sons and daughters with this, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. God is speaking to Moses. Yes, you are slaves. You don't have much. But if you honor me, if you revere me, if you serve me faithfully, I will cause the riches of the heathen to be brought to you. 
And that's what he was telling them, the Egyptians. In fact, I like the way the Bible puts it. I will strip. Eh? He was promising to strip the Egyptians of their wealth. When you strip, it's not a, it's an, it's not a gentle thing. You know, there are thugs in Kenya. Some time back, I don't know whether they're still operating. They were gentlemen. Hmm? I don't know whether they are there in Bombay, in Lagos. But these are, these are people, they want everything from your pocket. Everything. Initially, they would strip you naked and go with your clothes so that you cannot even cry. You are just left on the road. So everything has gone, but out of shame, you cannot call for help. You're wondering how you live from that place to your house. But then they graduated. They would mug somebody, take whatever he has. Where do you stay? Which estate do you stay? Oh, I stay in Langata, Ongei. Those are estates in Nairobi. So they know this, this man needs around 100 shillings. Say, okay, that's your fare back home. And they walk away. So they were gentle. But God is saying he will strip, like the first ones, the wealth, <laughs> and hand it over to you. So there's no need of feeling bad about what the non-believers have out there. Engage God in the right gear. Seek his favor. This favor is not that God has got favoritism, but it's just his nature. I have loved Jacob and I've hated Esau. Praise the Lord. He just looks and then suddenly at that time, God is flashing his eye around the earth. Oh, he sees one of his sons popping up with joy. Ah, whatever he had in the pocket, just like your children, those ones who meet you very fast in the, row, in the, in the door, they know mama is carrying something in the pocket. <laughs> they are, that chocolate which is in the pocket, ah, take this one. They are always the early birds. Praise the Lord. Learn to operate in that level where you are always seeking for God to engage God at every moment so that any opportunity there is for a blessing in the area where you are, you are the first partaker of that blessing. Praise the Lord. Don't wait for other people to be Ali birds. You qualify to be one. God's favor in your life. It will lift you up. It will cause men. It will cause things to come your way. Exodus 11:13. Now the Lord caused Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel. And Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by Pharaoh's officials and Egyptian people alike. This is the man who was picked floating on a river as a baby. He was just being looked after by a foster man. He did not have the right of royalty. But God's favor in his life changed his life. He's the one negotiating with the Pharaoh of the land. God's favor will lift you to a point where you will engage the people you never imagined you will engage. They will invite you to discuss business with them because the favor of God is shining upon your, your life. 
Not because of anything in your life, not because of your history, but because God's favor is shining on your life. Man, this man has got something. Come and come, come, we discuss. Praise the Lord. That's how God engages us. So God's favor can enable us to scale heights that cannot be easily explained. Joseph thought he was just going to be the king of the Israelites, maybe the family from the dream. But God's vision was far, far wider. I'm sure by the time, the reason why he was crying, I don't think it was just basically because he was seeing his brothers who he had missed for a long time. The realization, you mean the dream meant I'll be, I'll be a leader of all these people, including my own family? Maybe he had just limited himself to being a leader of the family. But God was seeing a vast land that Joseph was going to rule over. Don't limit the favor of God in your life. He has got something far much greater than you can imagine. Learn to engage him. God will grant us, God's favor will grant us access and success in areas and in a manner that appear impossible. Access. When the mobile phones came to Kenya, you, you remember they were very huge, eh? Which generation are you? <laughs> the GSM, Nokia. You remember Ericsson? It used to be a, 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 a nice fitting block in the hand. Not, not these small things you have these days. <laughs> and it was costly. So very expensive. So some people went to length just to purchase one. And sometimes, because it was a mystery at that time, you are holding something and you are talking to somebody in Nairobi, so some, they would come well-dressed and sit in a place. It rings. Whether it was just a missed call, we don't know. It rings. Excuse me. And he will talk, he will talk, he will talk. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, done. Consider it done. When he comes, I've just been talking to the boss. Whether he was talking, we don't know. <laughs> but whatever he will do with you, you will be complying because you don't know who he was talking to. You will just do as he tells you. Oh, so the boss says, we do this, we do this, we do this, and you do it. They found a way of presenting themselves to engage with the, the high and mighty. And some of them would just want to take a photo with, let's say, the president. Whether he was the one cleaning the table, we don't know, but he would just be there. The photo is taken strategically. This, uh, we talk with him. We talk with him. So if he compiles that plus the phone, and those days it was not easy, so you would, you would have to do as much. Access to people of authority gives you the same authority. 
That's why you find the people who mess up governments are not the presidents, they're not the prime ministers. There are people in close proximity to these leaders. And the people who turn nations are not necessarily the leaders. There are people in close proximity. And that is why Christians, it is important for us to pray that Christians take up positions of authority in governments, positions of influence. Because sometimes even the president doesn't know what is happening, but these people will direct things. Can this be done? He's just told this has happened. So if it is a child of God who is making those directions, you can be sure everybody will be included. Praise the Lord. Let's see God's favor usher us into this realm of accessing those positions. It can cause a change of heart towards you. Sometimes you can find a very nasty boss. The one the Bible describes. He fears no man, neither God nor man. <laughs> and he does as he wills. They don't know. If you look at them, you don't see the, the, the humanity in them. And you can hear everybody complaining. But when God's favor is upon you, people will be asking you, how do you manage to smile and to chat with this man? How come it is only you he calls, but the rest of us is shouting at us? In your heart, you know it's God's favor upon my life. Praise the Lord. God has anointed me such that when I meet this person, his soul, his heart is melted. He welcomes me into his fear. You don't become crafty to win favors, but God himself works out things until they come to that point. We had talked about Joseph. I will not read so much about him, but I just want to say this. God's favor in your life is very important because it's not just limited to you alone. It becomes a blessing to those around you. Praise the Lord. When God begins to operate around your life in the realm of his favor, even those around you will begin to benefit. You may not plan to be, you, that they will be part of the package, but God himself, whatever is overflowing from you, reaches them. Praise the Lord. That's why we see in Joseph's life, after he has been elevated to that point, what happens? Those who, the brothers are coming all the way to Egypt. Did they know that it's Joseph who is going to save them? No, but because of God's favor on his life, they become beneficiaries. Another person is Daniel. When Daniel, God invites him, grants him access to the king. Do you know what happened to the three friends? They had prayed together, yes. But who was appointed? Daniel. Praise the Lord. But what happened? That favor, Daniel realized, oh, this is not for me alone. It must reach the other. He said, 
I've got my three brothers here. We can run this affair as well. Was he granted or was he denied? He was granted. Praise the Lord. So it's important in your family, probably things are not working. But if you open your heart, you access the favor of God, you'll be wondering what is happening to your brothers again because they will also be lifted. Praise the Lord. Your sisters will be lifted. Your neighbors will be lifted because God's favor is in your life. It begins to affect everybody around positively. So it's important for us to understand that it's not just a question of being born again. I can be born again, yes, but I don't just want to be a part of the multitude. The woman with the issue of blood, was she the only one sick? I'm asking church, was she the only person sick in that crowd? But Myers, was he the only blind person that Christ had passed around? But they knew how to draw the favor of God into their lives. Were they healed or not? Praise the Lord. Express your love for God, genuine love for God, and let him release the flood of favor in your life. Let him begin to open the taps of favor in your life. Express your love, genuine love for God. Genesis 41, 45. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new Egyptian name. Your name will be changed. Hey, the people at the back. You want to remain with the same old name that has seen in poverty? Visit your house. Huh? You want us to remain in the same level where we have been struggling in our prayer life? Yeah, we want God's favor in our life that we may, things may change. Praise the Lord. He's been given the name because I've recognized God's favor upon him. They want, the name means they just want to embrace him even more. And you know, I like the Pharaoh. Pharaoh was also crafty. Just like Potiphar, these people were very funny. Sorry if you are an Egyptian in this house. <laughs> because Potiphar realized the favor of God upon Joseph. What did he do? He ceded ground. He stepped back and allowed Joseph to go on. But who was benefiting? It was him. This Pharaoh, he looked at this man and said, this guy, we must tie him down. We must tie him in this land. She looked for a beautiful lady. <laughs> I said, the history of these people, they like going back to their relatives to look for wives. Abraham <laughs> did that for Isaac. If we leave this man, he may be tempted to go back. They gave him a wife. Joseph did not leave. Praise the Lord. If you are operating around the person with the favor of God, know how to tie him close to your life. Praise the Lord. Know how to walk close to him. If he tells you, no, I have to go to this place, we will go. I will not leave you until I see the chariot take you. That's what Elisha did. Praise the Lord. He discovered the favor of God upon Elijah's life. He said, 
Even the other prophets came and said, don't you know this man is going to leave you? You must get acclimatized with us. Don't get used to him because he will be taken away and you will be left alone. Elisha said, oh, oh. Have your peace. He held on. Was he the same when Elijah took off? Did he remain the same? Learn to walk close to men who fear God, men who revere God, men who are humbled before God, men who are seeking the face of God. Even if you dose, dose close to them. If, if, if Uticus had dosed in a bar somewhere, wouldn't he have been buried? You people, do you remember Uticus? You remember him? But he was close to the man of God. So even when he dosed and broke his neck, he came back to life. Praise the Lord. Learn to be close to the men of God. Genuine men of God who are seeking the face of God. The favor of God will also spread into your life. Praise the Lord. Now our time is done. We'll not finish everything, but whatever God has planned will be a blessing to us. Praise the Lord. Moses' life Exodus 12:36 The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for we have said that so they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth this is God confirming what he had already promised and had come to pass in their lives I'll quickly go through this as we sum up We are talking about the favor of God. In Luke 2, 52, Jesus said, and uh, the Bible says, Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God, and with all, with all. Why did God, why did Jesus Christ want to grow in favor with God? And, and then he, he remembered also with men. Because God uses men to deliver his favor to you. Praise the Lord. So don't just say, I'm right with God, I don't care about these people. God is going to use them to deliver his favor in your life. Praise the Lord. That the person who is going to employ you is not going to be an, 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 an angel standing in the office. The person who is going to interview will be a human being like me. Praise the Lord. But if you have favor with God and with that man, you will find yourself getting the job. Finally, how do we attract God's favor into our lives? One, honor God. Honor God. Just like Deuteronomy 5.16, our promise of the week said, if you honor your father, just have honor in your life. The favor of God will come. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 13.15 Good understanding gains favor. Good understanding gains favor. Be knowledgeable in the things of God, the word of God. Number three, learn to improve on your skills. These people who are being drawn close to the kings, it's not just anybody on the street. There's something that identifies them. And finally, as I've said, Learn to relate to people 
who know how to draw the favor of God or who fear God in their lives. May God bless you. Church, shall we, shall we stand as we bring the service to a close? And I, want, and I want us to just think back of what we have heard over the last 35 to 40 minutes. The favor of God. The favor of God. Today, are you attracting the favor of God? Are you seeing the favor of God in your life? Just talk to God. All you need to do, as we had seen from the time of Abel, give your best to the Lord. Everything that you have, give your best to the Lord you will draw the attention of God. And you will be able to experience and enjoy the favor of God in your life. Get to know your God. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 23 and 24, and these are our usual starting verses for the experiencing God session. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glorifies glory in this, that he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight. So what is it that the Lord delights in? That you and I understand and know Him. Draw close to Him. Draw close to God. The favor of God will automatically be yours as you draw close to Him. Thank God. Take a moment to just thank God for all that you have. All that you have. Just thank God. And learn to engage God. Talk to God. Not once a week. Not once in a while. Let it be part of your daily conversation. Talk to God. God loves to engage with you and with me. It was God who came in the cool of the evening, looking for Adam and Eve. And he does that even today. He says, my son, my daughter, where are you? I want to talk with you. Tell him your daily joys. Tell him your daily sorrows. Tell him your difficulties. Tell him all that you've gone through, the good and the not so good. God loves to talk with you. 
Today, you and I have access to God. This is not a privilege given to everyone. But you and I have that access. You and I have been given authority by God. Access the favor of God. Don't lose out. Don't lose out. Church, let's just say thank you, God. God's favor is unlimited. And God's favor is for all those who choose to honor God, to all those who choose to obey God, to all those who choose to walk in His ways. Tell God, that's the person I want to be. I want to be that person who honors you. I want to be that person who, who listens to you and obeys you and does everything that you ask me to do. I want to be close to you. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the word that was brought to us this day, Lord. Right across scripture, Lord, you have put experiences of men and women, Lord Father, who have experienced your favor, Lord Father. And because of that favor, they have grown to be mighty men and women, Lord. Father God, we pray, Lord, that every one of us will learn to access that favor, Lord that we will not miss out, that we will enjoy and experience being in your presence and your favor upon us, Lord Father. And as we experience your favor, Lord Father, you will help us to gain favor with men around us, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for your word that was brought unto us. Thank you, Father, for opening out our eyes and our ears of understanding, Lord Father. Help us now to put it into practice, Lord. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you used this day, Lord Father. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to bless him and anoint him the more, Lord Father. Pray, Lord, that you will bless him and his family, Lord Father. And as you bless them, Lord Father, you will continue to bless us through them, Lord. Thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here. And we pray, Lord, that we will continue to draw closer to you, Lord Father that we will continue to experience your favor in our lives. And as we depart this place, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that you will go with us, Lord Father. Father God, not on our own do we want to leave, but we want to leave with you, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for being with us. Thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, as we exit, continue to experience the favor of God.